welcome to the Teach Me Senpai podcast. I'm Alexis Hunt. And I'm Sean Hunt. And we are two dudes trying to get another dude who is just a normal guy into anime in the worst way possible. And that guy in question is our mate Peter Beckett. Say hello, Peter. Hello. No, say hello, Peter. Hello, Peter. Thank you. That's all we wanted. Thanks. Right, so we've got a little announcement to make, everybody. Little? I thought this was quite a big one. Well, it's not. It's a little announcement because nobody listens to the show. Fair enough. So um, this is going to be the last episode for now, okay? Of season one. Of season one. That's what we're going to say because... Um, essentially we had a chat about this the other night and Sean was quite drunk at the time and he, he did the announcement in quite a funny way because he, he, he said he said guys guys gather around got an announcement I've got a really important announcement to make and then and then some other guys filtered into the room and he goes he goes no you guys can be here here for this too and he goes I've got something really important to tell you guys and everyone and there was like a pause like a pregnant pause and Sean went I love anime yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you it was great. You, we thought that's what you wanted to tell us—that you just love anime. No, no, it was quite, quite hard uh, to tell you guys, but I guess you guys have been feeling the same way as well, really. Well, the thing is, this podcast—like um, when we joke about it and we say that we hate, we hate doing this podcast. I mean, that's not—that's—that's that's not just. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not just us it's being a funny. funny joke. No, it's not a funny joke, mate. We do hate doing this. So, no, <laughs> as no, funny but... as as funny as that makes the podcast, it's really hard because the only time we get to watch anime is for this, and we're either watching ones we've already watched, watching ones that are purposefully rubbish, or um, we're just like really having to slog through something that's like a you know a bit naff for review purposes, and it's 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 become bloody difficult. I give yeah, uh, it has yeah. indeed. It's destroying our love of anime, but don't get us wrong. We when we're here recording, we love it. That's yeah. the best bit. That's the best yeah. bit. It's and like you as well, the fans. You, you know, the fans. Can... You know, you you make it. All three of you guys. We love all of you. And um and and <laughs> think about it. Pete as well said that there's so many animes he wants to watch, but we actually had to impose a rule on him that he can't can't watch any anime just for leisure yeah there's yeah. death note dangling right above your head isn't it Pete? for sure for and sure we, we actually sean and i actually had a plan at one point we were gonna do a death note episode god damn and, it no and we were gonna say to you um next week you're watching death note we actually the had, live action movie oh god we actually had a plan for a christmas special where you actually get to watch cowboy bebop as well yeah yeah oh, that nice. was, like we were going to treat you with a good one like. finally but, but anyway um so we've got we've got some little drinks here and we're gonna have a drink yeah. to the yeah. last episode so let's crack them open boys that makes terrible oh, podcasting, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that into the mic. People have to know I've got a nice refreshing drink on a summer. So anyway, for those that don't know the format of this show, and it's a shame you coming on the last episode for now, um, but the thing about it is is that what we do is we've got a normal mate here, Peter, who's never watched an anime before the inception of this podcast, and we show him a weird anime. And uh, this month has been no exception. You've been watching Serial Experiments Lane, a very surreal anime all about computers, about the internet, made by a person who quite clearly does not understand the internet, even slightly. Um, no. Because in this case, it's called The Wired. Um, but in, in any case... Um, yeah, if you could summarise it using only uh, the name of a computer part, what are your feelings on this anime? This is pretty ram. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, but anyway, what we usually do is we get into the plot. But before we do that, Pete, 
Um, just before we started this, you you two apparently watched the last episode together, and mm. I said, "Did you discuss any?" Yeah, mate. We well, no, we have a rule. We have a rule here: no discussing the anime before the podcast. And it got revealed that you two have discussed it. And the... I said, "I said save it." I said save it because yeah. you quite obviously fucking discussed no, it. No, we didn't. No. All that happened was uh, what happened was yeah. Come on, for the fans, go. right? Right, listen, fans, dig this, right? If you Fast will, friends. if you will, right. We're in Weatherspoons on a like nice summer evening, right? Having our veggie burgers. Peter's, give it, Peter's giving me a look here because I know that you're gonna. Bu- are you a, either gonna bullshit me or you're gonna have definitely discussed it, and I'm gonna have to punish you? No, no, no. All right, here's what happened. Right, we were in the sun watching last episode, and then Peter says, "Oh yeah, here come the credits," and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll skip that then." And that was all the discussion. That was all the discussion that was had apart from talking about watching the last episode because we hadn't yet. I had internet problems yesterday, you know. I couldn't. So he said, "He said, here come the credits." No. Yeah, because we were watching it on YouTube. There was three parts, and the only discussion I actually said was, "This last part is probably the credits, isn't it?" And he went, "Yep, that's it." But oh, oh, oh fucking! What up, just sorry. happened there? Oh, I just got you... out of breath in it. <coughs> oh, Jesus, sorry. Pete, um, what is actually happening? Right? Are you are you trying to cover something up here? No, that was actually genuine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, no. I don't even know what's going <laughs> on here. However, I don't know no, I, I, no, I was just about to say but, but got really out of breath there. It was really stupid. But. Pete, are you going, that out of shape no. that like like just talking? Yeah, I'm a fat it... bastard. All right. <laughs> no, but but <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> get on with a fucking sentence. Right. I was trying to, but then you kept saying some stupid right, I, shit. I was saying, here come the credits. But uh, <laughs> right. Okay, go on. But but I think I'm gonna have to get a vinegar in. What happened, Peter? Because it was my idea to watch it together in a pub. Well, that doesn't count as discussing it, though, to be fair. If you're watching it together, but you're doing it in pure silence, I think that's okay. Yeah, that's I'm still fine. taking a vinegaring. I think it's fitting for the last one, don't you think? Well, you think you should just have a vinegaring just for just as a little challenge for the last one? I think, I think you should, too. Uh, oh, see. what? Uh, well, I should take a vinegaring for what? Because of all the vinegarings you've dodged in the past for, like, all the crimes you've committed, <laughs> isn't it? All right, name one, you fucking idiot. Um, discussing the anime. All right, okay. And with that, let's let's move on see, and let's let, and let's let's discuss. move on. Shut up! Right. Shut up! Right, let's move on and let's discuss the plot of Serial Experiments Lane. This is going to be a tough one. So, Serial Experiments Lane. This is a show all about fucking computers and shit like this, right? But it follows um, a young girl who is in high school, because anime, and it, her name is Lane, right? Because anime. Exactly. And one day, she um, decides that she wants to get into computers, because her dad's into computers and that, right? Um, the And while she's at school, you know, she sees a girl kill herself. This girl called Chisa. And the girl jumps off the roof, she kills herself, but then one day on Lane's computer she gets an email from the dead girl. Weird. Yeah, weird. 
But I don't think it's just her. I think it's a couple of other people, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's been rumours going around the school about loads of people getting emails from from all the other people that have been committing suicide. There's been loads of people happening. It was over a few days as well, wasn't it? it was, right. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing is, is this this is the only, about the only plot coherence this, this entire thing has. And that was in episode one. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, no, it all makes sense. No, no, it does make sense. It does make sense, but the actual plot is told in a very unconventional way. There's often things flashing up on the screen and things like this. So in order to tell the plot, I'm going to tell it uh, not in the same way that the, the actual anime does. So... She gets this, um, Lane gets this kind of weird message and um, throughout uh, the anime you kind of get this impression that Lane is, uh, that has has this um, weird power, Um, although you don't really find that out until the end, but she has this power to affect things in the real world because she has an innate power in the Wired, which is the the name for the internet in this universe. Mm -hmm. And that first manifests, I think, in episode two, when there is a man pointing a gun at her and she seemingly changes personality out of nowhere and um, it manages to affect him in some sort of psychic way. And that's because he's holding a, a device at her. And she seems to be able to control the gun. Yeah. And also he's taken a drug, which is a um, a psychoactive drug that's made from essentially computer parts, like nanomachines. Yeah. And so she's able to control him through that using her techno abilities kind of thing. And um, that's where things start to get weird. So the whole show is all about her having these like sort of nano techno abilities and a uh, underground group of hackers. I think hackers... Or just yeah. computer people They're called in the anyway. Knights, basically four chan, yeah, called the Knights, um, want to try to uh, force her to also kill herself and um, d- deny reality and go into the Wired and uh, um, just become a fully cyber being. And the reason that they want her to do this is is so that they can use make her become an all powerful being and become part of them. And they worship a, a god in the machine called Deus, who used to work for a corporation who I forget their fucking name, but oh they were. God, resp- what was their name? Oh god. But anyway, yeah. this corporation were responsible for the creation of the Wired, as far as I fucking remember. Jesus, the plot of this is so hard to follow. It's crazy. But the um, yeah, they were responsible for the creation of the Wired, and uh, now the God who is basically part of this, he he's like this uh, yeah this guy called Deus, but he used to have a real name and stuff like this. He wants her to kill herself, so they do increasingly fucked up stuff to her and try to make her. Um, give up on real life and and things like this, even going as far as to make her sister become brain dead and stuff like this, and um, that's sort of the but plot. There was something, didn't wasn't there one <laughs> bit where she was called a peeping tom? Mm. No, that was her friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they it was her friend Alice or Arisu if you if you're watching the Japanese version, but they they basically um, uh, they there was two personalities to Lane, so there yeah. was. Um, one personality was her her meat space personality. One was her cyber personality. Then there was a third one that was was forced into her by the knights, and they forced that third personality to do something terrible to her friend, so that the um, so that third personality could um, sort of take over or yeah, something? take over and send her into a madness, so that oh, okay. she would kill herself and and hate the things that she'd done. So Lane's parents then. Were they part of an opposing group to the Knights? See, that, I don't know. 
I don't know. I've done a lot of digging, a lot of research, a lot of reading, and, and this is obviously the third time I've watched this, and uh, I don't know. I literally don't know, because... That's what I've thought. The, the men in black certainly were, because they obviously opposed the knights and seemed to care for um, Lane's um, well-being. See, there's this other group in, in the thing that are basically... They're just literally men in black. I don't think their origin is ever... And if it is, I'm sorry, listeners, but their their origin isn't really told. But they try to warn Lane, and they try to tell her that she was essentially. It comes out later on that she was actually created in the cyberspace and given a physical body by Deus, who is the the, the god of the night. And well, that's like what he says, but yeah, yeah, he says it, but it's not necessarily actually true. Yeah, he thinks that he created her, but he it might be untrue. He might just be trying to goad her. Yeah. Um, but that's what makes it so fucking interesting is that he, although he says this and although, although he does have godlike status, Deus can't be trusted. But neither really can the men in black. You don't know. And I don't know. It's it's like the plot is so... It's really convoluted for the sake of being co- like confusing. Yeah, and it's, no, it's, to make, nine, it's, it's a proper 90s trope really, isn't it? That's, but it's supposed to make you feel like how the characters feel. And the thing is, there's lots of elements to the plot that aren't told in a traditional fashion. Um, there's this thing in it called, um, what is it, Protocol 7, right? Yeah. And Protocol 7 was the um, was the thing that the, the at one point she meets this scientist, right? And he, he talks about how his body is withering in the real world. So he creates a virtual version of himself. And as far as you can see in the entire anime he's the only other person other than Lane that was um, either smart enough or um, had the equipment to also create another virtual version of himself yeah and uh, he's the only person that is a fully realised normal body other than maybe Deus but even Deus looks different and she meets him and he tells her about this experiment where they use the same frequency as the earth to create fully realised things and create hallucinations and and things like this in the real world um by using the psychic energy of children and things like this and it was sort of said that that lane was created using those frequencies Mm. um yeah and so in the end she sort of squares off with deus and kills him yeah and that's basically it i mean but she squares off with him but she does she kills him as the the original personality as the meat one yeah but using some of the powers that she like the combination of all three basically yeah but without the without the bad yeah with the like the best parts of all three kind of thing yeah at least that's what i think happened i mean it's it's very weird but then the protocol seven thing comes into it a lot because they, they, they talk a lot about the the frequencies of um the earth and creating things using those frequencies but then that's why the soundtrack is how it is. It uses low hums and things like this rather than using a normal soundtrack. Um, and that's supposed to be like... No, there are there are normal songs in the soundtrack, though, and they're excellent. But I know what you mean. There's there's a lot of a- a- atmospheric sort of musical low hums and yeah. all that sort of thing. But when there is actual music in it, it's, it's banging. Yeah, but then that's what I'm saying. Like, there's these, all those little storytelling methods that they're really amazing because they're not like um some of them are just so non-traditional for example like even in episode one like when you go back and watch it the second time if you consider the fact that apparently she was supposed to have um uh, been born out of nowhere right or out of uh, just a computer program and then she gets told that she's software later on right um in episode one 
um, you see her like teleporting from place to place constantly like loads of jump cuts and things like that and you think that's just the way it's edited but if you consider that might actually be just her day from the perspective that she's seeing it and when she looks at the blackboard at the beginning of the fucking thing um, all the words are blurry like she can't comprehend it and when she's trying to talk to her mates they, they're, they're like not understanding her patterns of speech and things like this oh my god that makes so much more sense now that you've explained it because yeah. it's the first time I've watched it I didn't really get that now yes. it makes complete sense so when I first watched it I just thought a lot of it was just surreal for the sake of being surreal and then when you watch it back you're like holy shit that like, all of this actually does make sense now it's so fucking good but like it's still the second time there's so many things I didn't quite grasp and then even the third time there were still things I didn't quite grasp but, but it, to be fair it's like it is great, but I don't know. Like I always said, it's 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 super interesting and super great, but just not actually enjoyable. Yeah. It's told in a very a non-traditional watch. way of telling a story, mm. isn't it? Is it is... I can understand why it's very confusing to um, the first-time viewer. Mm. Uh, as a second-time viewer, I would imagine it makes a little bit more sense, like you said, but you're still never going to get everything completely, are you? Yeah, I think you will at some point, but it just is a multiple viewing type thing. I found this hard to watch the first time around, though. I didn't know if I could go back and watch it a second time. So, like, Sean, did you enjoy it? Because this is your second time watching it. Yeah, I didn't really like it the first time, but this time I really did. I just... Yeah, I just tried to really, you know, I... Yeah, I tried to just really see what everyone else was liking about it, and, um... Soon as you're a few episodes in, you're like, shit, man. Like when the girl commits suicide, it all kicks off, and then you you just want to watch the next one and the next one. But I know what you guys mean because it's not really hugely entertaining, but um, uh, in in a traditional sense. But it, um, yeah, it's a very hard watch. You can't just pop it on like all the time. I uh, found that I did. I, I did find it too easy to watch episode after episode. But the, the thing is, it was all about the atmosphere. And and that it was like a very relaxing watch, and like the atmosphere and the intrigue and all of that. Found um, I I found that I was really hooked. But the thing about it is, is that it's not like I found it quite because um, you have to try to get everything. It, it was really hard. It's, dry, to, it's a drain, isn't it? Yeah, it's a drain. Absolutely. That's what it is. And it, and it was really like um, yeah, and so many things like were were super fucking interesting. Like and that there's like. I feel like it deliberately throws curveballs curve in there as well. Like even if you try to like have the the um, the base story, like there's there's a bit where she gets um, a, com- a computer chip or something that's like a fucking uh, like an upgrade, right? Yeah. And it's supposed to make you think that at that point, that's where she's able to meld with the wired, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's where you first see the physical representation of her in the wired, right? Yeah. After she gets that chip. But the thing is, there are there are clues in episode one and two because she gets that chip in episode three, and there are clues in episode one and two that suggest that she already had those types of powers because she gets talked to by Deus in episode one while she's on a train with no electronic equipment around her. Oh yeah. So it's like so it's like you it deliberately throws curveballs in there. It deliberately tries to obscure things and then make you feel like as confused as everyone else. And it's like I, I well I get that. Yeah, it's a it's a draining watch because you have to be completely switched on to get it. For sure. I, I think I totally get it apart from the fact of the parents because because <sighs> the mum I I all right, here's my theory, right? Cuz in the show the parents seem quite uncaring. 
but yeah. but the dad is the one always giving advice and stuff like that and later on it's sort of I guess I suppose what do you reckon guys do you reckon that they're not her actual parents I'm pretty sure they said in the show that they weren't her actual, yeah, her they actual can't, parents they, can't yeah. be. they literally can't but, be because she's a she was a computer program that was given life yeah. I think that it's definitely up in the air as to whether or not Deus did it because Deus was there's no doubt that he was just a massively powerful computer program that would mm-hmm. but whether or not he gave her life in the real world is is up in the air but the thing about it is is that when she became when she came into existence in the real world um, it was like she slotted into reality and um, they were a, a, a single child family and then suddenly the, all of those memories of her being their kid got implanted into their brains. Yeah. That's what I think. So they, they definitely aren't her parents but the thing is when she tried to recall memories about them she, she had like a fucking breakdown and then that's when Personality 2 came out. Do you remember? She just suddenly switched and yeah. went into the uh, the wired lane. Yeah. And um, I, I reckon for a fact, yeah, they're not her parents. That she's not anyone's child. Because I thought that they they're definitely part of the opposing group to the knights. But I think that the 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 what the woman had been there longer than the guy. I, I think the guy is probably a new guy because. I don't think they can be. I don't think they could be a part of the opposing group to the knights because the opposing group. Um, as far as I know, there might be more than one, but the opposing group were the men in black, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing about the men in black is that when they turned up at the house, the daughter, their real daughter, um, as in um, Lane's sister, hadn't hadn't a faintest fucking clue who they were. And even um, yeah. uh, Lane, I forget her, her real name, but the um, Lane as in the the um, our world Lane, had no idea who they were. And the thing yeah. is, if they, if they had some clue, at least the boss, they would have known who it was, of and course. maybe those two guys. Yeah, I think so. I'm definitely in agreement with you there. I think the um, the the dad character. It's weird to say that he is the dad character because he's not. Yeah. But I think maybe he was brought in as like the upkeeper of her programming because he was quite a computer genius himself, wasn't he? Well, that, well, soon well I think that. It, that it, but then you sit, look throughout the TV show, right? And you look like as as it goes on, at f- he he just seemed like he was a hobbyist, like a computer hobbyist. Yeah. And fair when enough. when you remember when it goes on, and every episode progresses, and her computers are getting like more and more out of hand to the point where she even has like liquid coolant on the floor and all of that yep. shit, right? Even it got to the point where he seemed worried because he was such a hobbyist himself, where his computer equipment was out of hand. And then when it got to the point where hers was out of hand, there were points where he was worried. So I don't reckon that he was involved in any way. I genuinely think they were just back... Not not necessarily background characters, but I genuinely think that they were just a a portrait of what a typical Japanese family was like. But what about mm. when, he, when he comes into her room and he says, well, you're ready now, you can do whatever you want? I just think that that was um, him... Basically, I just think I don't know if there was anything more to it than that. I think it was just it was him just saying. It seemed like that they were there to just prepare her for this. I, I I'm, I'm probably but if that's wrong. That's the case. Then, would you not? Would you not think that they were part of the knights? Because if the knights were trying mm. to make her more and more powerful, but then that wouldn't make any sense because the knights specifically killed her sister to make her more, go more mad. Yeah. So it yeah. W- it doesn't make sense. That's why I think that the, the parents have to be 
just nothing characters. When he says that, I think he just means, holy shit, your computer equipment's good. I don't think there's more to it than that. Oh, fair enough. In such yeah. a well-crafted series, They'd I think that's rare, but I think that there have got to be little details that just weren't thought about. They're just innocent bystanders in all this, really. Right. But anyway, the plot basically ends, yeah, as we say, she does battle with Deus and sort of um, Alice being the only one uh, that sort of sees Lane as a human. Um, they, they kill... She... Um, gets on with Lane and and then uh, during the battle she scrapes Lane's face and you see real blood coming out and obviously that means she bleeds just like the rest of us it's like it's like a, a poetic thing Deus dies and in the last episode the whole thing is basically just a big epilogue where um, Lane uses her powers to reset the entire bloody well bit of j- small part of Japan or whatever probably the, the whole world basically the entirety of what's happened throughout the series she just resets yeah and you even see Deus now who was once a god just working a shitty job and he's like oh for fuck's sake oh, I really hate my boss and all of this and then you see fucking those two the men in black they're just fixing a telephone pole and all of this this is before yeah this is it rewinds right back to be- the beginning of the series yeah yeah, yeah um so you actually yeah but then you do get a little jump fast forward into the future as well don't you I forgot about that what happens so um, isn't it that she sees Alice again on the bridge yeah she does uh, just before she, yeah yeah is well, just, oh yeah shit yeah but um, Alice is now grown uh, like an adult yeah and then but Lane still remains a child yeah and she sort of partly recognises Lane but then goes up to her and she's like mm, you, you seem the same well that was weird she's because, like, because um, it seemed that Alice remembered Lane despite the reset it was weird because the reason I say it's weird is because fucking um, uh, Alice at the beginning of the flashback where everything's reset, she goes. Um, uh, she looks at her phone. Is going to text Lane and then goes. Oh yeah, shit. Oh yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't exist. exist anymore. And then she's grown up and suddenly she's forgotten her completely, like one hundred percent forgotten her. Yeah, but there is a. And, then, and that... they're standing on the bridge and she goes, uh, and she goes. Oh, who, who are you again? And it's like I guess, I guess like um, she deleted everyone's memories but for some reason Alice managed to ha- managed to hang on to it for a bit yeah but there Man- is apparently a theory that goes around that you do get remnants of other different uh, parallel universes or time time jumps and stuff like that, that so maybe it, was it could that. have been something to do with that because of their connection some- she held on with held on to it for like a couple of weeks and over time it faded it. yeah, yeah. For sure, and then like the, just seeing that thing again just flood it all back. It was quite a nice ending. I did like that because it was, it was nice to have a twenty-minute episode dedicated to all of the characters that you'd seen throughout, even like the smaller ones. Like there was this dumbass kid in the club that they always uh, go to called Siberia, and you got to see a little bit of what happened to him and all of this. And it was just a nice like what if none of this happened? Yeah, it was, it was quite, quite cool. It was quite a reserved sort of ending as well. So mm. I quite liked For it. Sure. Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was good. It wasn't like yeah, we didn't yeah, not too in your face and it yeah, had a exactly. very stark contrast uh, different type of music to the whole rest of the fucking series where you had like just like pr- like normal anime music and yeah, like the rest yeah. of the series was just like whoa, whoa, whoa. and then and then you had like proper da, 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 da. and I was like what the fuck is this have uh, I got on the wrong anime that low level hum I actually thought was, wasn't even like part of the soundtrack I just mm. thought it was part of the scenery like that hum from the electrical wires well that is that is actually what it's kind of That's supposed to be fucking awesome yeah yeah it's a bit of both it literally is a bit That's of both that's incredible but yeah so 
Um, well, that's that's. Uh, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, we we need to talk about obviously animation quality, which I thought was outstanding. Some of it was. A lot of it was actually. A lot of it was really good, uh, and it did look good. Although at times it can look a bit dull, but a lot of other times it looks really good bright and colourful a lot of times but sometimes a bit dull but so uh, uh, I don't know if you guys sort of saw this but there was bits where the animation was really good and then there was bits where like it was pretty almost non-existent kind of thing but yeah then it, it to me it had um that quality of a um uh one of the classic manga movies you know when the, the movies made by the manga company the yeah ones that, or, or at least they're published by <laughs> over here it's really weird because it's sort of where they had those far away shots where they were just like you know what fuck it nobody's going to notice this if they're watching it in a cinema let's just half ass this little bit yeah something like that it feels like it's made by a couple of guys you know what I mean I don't know about that because I thought the actual quality of the movements and stuff were quite good no a lot of it was great it's just there there were bits that weren't really okay and Pete what about you I thought the animation was incredible at times Um, like Sean said it was quite bland at times it was mainly bright and colourful it was quite interesting the world design was really interesting and I just thought overall it was really nice to look at yeah, and, and what I really appreciated was they, they focused on just a couple of locations and made those really fucking interesting. Exactly. Like like that club. Siberia. Uh, Siberia. You, you, it felt so alive. And it was due to sound design as well, but the um, the actual like artistry and stuff like that, and each character felt completely unique. You and did. It was down to the fact as well that they actually had fucking outfit changes as well. Yeah, which is something you don't see very often, do you? Especially in cartoons, and I really appreciate that. Um, And it was just... um, Especially during the creepier parts of it, it was so spectacular. But the thing is, you can't separate one from the other when you talk about the animation and the sound design in this, because both were so intertwined. Like, when you look at, like when there was that bit where she's in the wired and she's talking in language that's supposed to be incomprehensible so that you understand what outsiders feel when she's yeah. using a computer. And she's literally just fucking talking in her voice. But then you hear what all of... She's basically probably on Reddit or something like this. And then all you can hear is just... And she's like, I know. And it's like... Yeah, it's and, then, like... and then it's got like these weird psychedelic backgrounds and stuff. Mm. And it was just like that to me, like because the animation was so spot on, like and and the look, the visuals, it was just it made for this atmosphere. It was just fucking amazing, and you, like the the like really early nineties type looking video games as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was funny because they had uh, they had a, like a game, a very big game on here, and it was uh, literally just Rome. It was it looked like a dungeon from the original fantasy style or like Doom. But... No, it looked like Minecraft. Man, they <laughs> yeah. predicted Minecraft, and and they predicted tw- um, Twitch IRL streamers as well. Oh shit! Because there was that fucking guy going around with a camera, and he was just like no. broadcasting my life. Oh, that, oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's something I was going to bring up actually, because um, even though this this. Uh, anime was made a very long time ago it was quite funny how like how they predicted a lot of stuff the guy with there was a, basically a guy walking down the street with a whole computer on him 
I mean, yeah, didn't you have like a virtual reality like headset on in the yeah. although, although it's much bigger than what people do nowadays. But people walking, yeah, they, okay. they literally do walk around with their with their um, phone. Like, phone and the GoPro on their chest, looking like a fucking crazy nutcase. And and he was um, literally calling out to a virtual society that he's never ever met, trying to gain favour with them to become uh, become one of them. And that is literally what people do with fucking do, Reddit and Twitch. Do you know? Do you know what the thing is though? Is that uh, people were looking at him like he was crazy as well. Like the whole, uh, the whole street was looking at him like he's some crazy idiot. But the thing think is, think of that, people. But that's. Uh, but the funny thing is, is that that he didn't see himself as crazy, yeah. and that is literally what is happening nowadays. And the funny thing about all of this is that the guy that um, uh, that uh, wrote and conceived this show was actually a um, like uh, you know um, this may be apocryphal, but I seem to remember reading this. He was a self-confessed like internet noob. He'd ne- he'd barely ever used the internet, and most of the uh, most of his knowledge for this came from uh, just talking to his daughter. He just said like, "Oh yeah, by the way, how does the internet work?" And he got this sort of like vague picture from it. Like he used it for email. He checked, you know, the AOL news and stuff like this. But other than that, he essentially just, well, probably would have been AOL. But anyway, the point is is that he, he he barely uses it. And he said, "Oh yeah, what's this website like?" And all of this. And then he'd he'd gone to make these like really fucking crazy predictions about it like he was saying like okay there's a game where where people die in real life okay maybe that didn't come true but there was a lot of people that were playing things like Diablo and World of Warcraft to stupid extents where they were dying in real life and where people were bullying each other and committing suicide and stuff like that then Twitch IRL streamers and things like this and it, it's just it's so funny to me that that it's not a hundred percent accurate, but for somebody that knew fuck all about this, I oh, know it's scarily he, shockingly close. Yeah, he actually did a lot of research on the birth of the internet. So, in one particular episode, it gives you a history of the internet. Oh yeah, that was awesome. And the, it, on and episode it, nine, that that was incredible. And, yeah, and it goes into the Majestic Twelve and MK Ultra and stuff like that, all leading up to yeah. That really great. reminded me of like Hideo Kojima that did because um, it, the way he did the the cutscenes with that real footage. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is just like Metal Gear Solid, but it's, it's such a great anime, man. I mean, it, it, even if even if it bores you to tears, you still can't stop watching. And like, I really, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed watching this again. It was so much fun. I'm yeah, glad that we so, ended yeah. on a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for Serial Experiments Lane and the discussion about the plot. Um, so, uh, Pete, as usual, you need to give you need to give us a bit of a summary, mate, and give us a number rating. Okay, so uh, in terms of the summary, I wasn't fully on board with this anime until at least episode eight, mm-hmm. uh, when. I was confused as all hell, and I just couldn't get along with this. I nearly considered stopping watching it at one point. Did it? Make, did it? But then, but it, I, I I powered it powered on through, and I got to episode eight, and it started to make sense. Episode nine is where it really took me took it into overdrive, and that was it. I was on board, hmm. so I really did like this in the end. But it took a while to get to that point, so for that reason, I'm going to give this a high six. A high six. Nice. Wowzers. That's it. High six. All right, cool, man. Well, well done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, so uh, I guess we need to read out, read out some... I can't bloody speak. I've had half a beer. Right, we need to read out some mail. So let's go on to the D-mail oh segment. Oh, God, no! Shut up, Sean. <laughs> For fuck's sake, have some professionalism. Alright, D-mail. Well then, let's begin the experiments with a temporarily named D-mail, shall we? Cut the temporary crap. This is our D-mail segment where we read your bloody emails in that, right? So we're going to do that now. First of all, we got one from Owen Lean. So every time we do this fucking segment, he sends us a bloody weird email. And we need to sort of guess what the anime he's alluding to is. Okay. And of course, this is the last one. This is weird yet again. He says, all right, blood. So man is just doing his thing, yeah? When Dave Boffin, who lives down the road, calls up. It's chilled. The prof got some mad science skills. Probs cook meth in his basement. You get me? Sides his man's birthday. He's got to have some sweet stuff for you, right? No, no, no. Hasn't. This crusty old fucktard ain't got no weed for you or a piece of wheels or any decent fucking gift. No, he's got you a mouse. A little yellow mouse. I mean, wagwan. Why is it yellow, fam? And, I know, his other gift? Yeah, he wants you to go travel the whole damn world and find every other creature that exists and write down some shit about them. I mean, fuck off, fogey. Man's ten. Do your own damn self. Shit blood. What do you do? <laughs> and finally, it's one that we can guess. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Woohoo. We finally got one. Yes. A yellow mouse. Oh, you are my best friend. I don't uh, know if he's our best friend, but Owen... In a world... You've got us through a lot of hard times through this podcast, man. You. Your emails have been... They've been fantastic. It's you and me. You know it's my destiny. All right, Sean, get a room. But anyway... With Owen. Th- those emails have always been weird, and I suspect Owen does quite a lot of meth himself. Maybe he's that fogey. Maybe he's cooking up yellow mice. Maybe he is. But now on to some real questions. Nick Lamley comes in and he says, Can anime get deep? And if so... What's one of your saddest scenes that you can think of? First of all, I think we've discussed the deep anime today. We did. But speaking of... I think when he says deep, he means sad. What's one that's... Fuck's sake, man, this beer. Um, he said, like, what's one of the saddest <laughs> anime scenes? Top ten saddest scenes. No, just give me one. Sean? Um, Don't want... mention... Try to not mention Naruto. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but... Just, well, no, we can give spoilers. All right, spoiler warning... Now, go. Okay. Here, cut, here it comes. Oh, the bit of Naruto where Naruto dies or whatever. Go no, on. I won't give any spoilers. No, but... you've got to give spoilers. Of course it's going to be spoilers. No, 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 it's not going to be. There right. a spoiler warning already happened. Just give the fucking spoiler. Just go on. Get on with it, for fuck's sake. We haven't right. got all day here. So what I'm going to say is, erased the breakfast scene. Had me in goddamn tears, man. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is it means nothing, though, because we haven't watched Erased, and you've sort of said nothing. So give the fucking spoiler. Yeah. What happens? All right. Like, uh, give, give what happens in... Well, I'm going to have to explain. Shut up. I'm going to have to... Shut up. 30 seconds or less. Go. All right, so basically this girl is abused and um, stuff like that, and this guy has to go back in time and uh, sort of because she died and stuff, and there's this one bit where the guy who saves her, his uh, his mum, brings out this really nice breakfast for this girl, and this girl starts crying, and it's really sad. And also the other thing I wanted to say was the ending to Orange is also very sad. And also Naruto as well. I've got to mention Naruto when the Hokage dies. That was freaking sad. That's more than 30 seconds and free, so you took the piss. Yeah, you took the piss. And um, I want to mention Steinsgate, the bit where they finally kiss. 
Oh god, yeah. That oh, really, mate. That's a tearjerker and no. also a, a, a pickle jerker. Oh, when he, uh, oh mate, a when pickle he jerker. when he holds that badge up, when he holds that badge up, jerking the pickle. Okay, um, Pete, what about you? Because you've watched how many episodes have we done now? Nine episodes. What's the saddest scene for you? We haven't actually really watched any sad ones, have we? Mm, um, not really. What about Fooly Cooly? You know when you know the bit yeah, where? Yeah, I cried throughout that because it was such a piece of shit. <laughs> Um, no, I'd say probably like when uh, one of the girls gets her on um, Love Live. I think that was your favourite one out of all of this, wasn't probably it? Probably is. Um, he also says, do you like anime from other places than, than Japan? I'm personally a big fan of the Spawn anime. Because that was done in like an anime style, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so well, that, that, uh, they have a specific name for Western people who've done anime, but I can't remember that. But it's not anime if it's not done by people who don't live in Japan. Uh, uh, it, uh, wrong, because what about Ruby? Uh, every single person on the planet considers that to be an anime. Despi- fair, fair point. Curveball thrown. Curveball chucked, mate. Uh, jerk in the pickle. Um, so Why do you keep saying jerk in the pickle? Because the pickle. I like it, mate. Got to build up a little bit so of steam. Ruby was made by Monty Ohm, who, as, as far as I recall, he was Chinese. And I'm sorry if I get that wrong. R.I.P. R.I.P. He was American. Uh, I, he was half... No, he, they, he, they prefer the nomenclature. Asian American. Right, so he was an Asian American dude, and he Big made. A, shut up for a minute. Will you <laughs> stop interrupting me? So yes, rest in peace, Monty Ohm. He was a genius who uh, was able to make an action anime that um, was, and the way he did fight scenes was tantamount to genius. And uh, he told uh, people's personalities through the way that they fought, and they were fucking incredible. So yes, I can I can get on with an anime that is uh, uh, from another country. In fact, one of the ones that we had planned for the future was going to be Neo Yokio, um, uh, which was an anime made by uh, was it Will Smith's son? Yeah, Jaden Jaden Smith, uh, the the guy like hits his ki- hits a keyboard with his face. What are you talking about? Um, Is that something well, that, he does? Well, no, it's just the way he types and the way he, yeah, it's just weird the way he types and the way he acts. It just it just seems like he sort of hit. He's just. Yeah, he's just hit the keyboard. He, you know, good old Jaden Smith. Honestly, Sean, good old no, Jaden Smith. Sean, what are you even talking about? Um, how do you how do you know how Jaden Smith types? Are you are you trying to suggest in a really I'm, a really shit roundabout way that he doesn't know how to write a script? Uh, no, he well, he doesn't know how to write anything really. Uh, no offense, Will Smith, Sean, but you know you got shit. you got get, you, you got to have a new one, mate. Get a new son. Got, but what him. are you talking about? About him hitting a keyboard with his face? Well, anyone who goes on Reddit would know. I'm, no, look, I don't get that. Stop oh, bringing your shit sorry. Reddit humor onto this podcast. This is the last episode. <laughs> We're trying to go out with a bang, and you're talking absolute shite. Ah. It's in keeping with the whole whole ad, uh, whole yeah. podcast, this whole anime, anime, isn't it? This whole anime, this whole audio anime that we've created. You're making it shit. You got you. You guys, know I'm glad we're ending know, this because you, guys, you suck. You guys are gonna miss this. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I don't have to do this anymore because seeing you every week and hearing you talk shite. All right, um, Peter. How about you? Could you watch an anime from another country if, if it you, was good? If you gave me one, then I would have done. Oh, we were, yeah, we were. Neo Yokio. That would have been a fucking just, slog. Neo Yokio. What a stupid name! It just sounds like a new egg. Where it was, was made by. Wasn't it made by? Um, if I recall correctly, Jaden Smith and Imagine Dragons. Oh fuck! It was something was it? like that. It was like him and an indie band made it, and it was just a complete load of wank. 
Um, another question he comes in with is, if you could be a character in an anime, who would you be and why? Burrito. Burrito. <laughs> All right. How predictable. <laughs> How... All right. All right. I'm saying All right. Yeah. All right. Burrito. I'm gonna yeah. Beat Burrito. I'm going to beat him. Oh, you can't, you can't oh, stop you, me. Yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. even stop me, man. Believe it. All right. Yeah, okay, but he did say, and why? And will you stop fucking leaning away from your microphone every time you've said something? because, like... There's going to be a pause. because I'm saying cool things. You can't, I, well, I it's can't like, help, it's like a mic I can't drop. help it, leaning back. It's like a mic drop every time you've said something. <laughs> oh, go on, do it. Because this is going to be hell to edit. Just fucking yeah. stay near your microphone. Mm. Right. Why would you be Naruto? Don't... Do that with the microphone. He's just nudged it with his face as well. I've got to do this like for Jaden Smith. dramatic yeah, reasons. <laughs> like Jaden Smith. But, yeah, why would I be Naruto? Because, you know, he's a bit like me, but with superpowers, isn't it? How are you like Naruto? What, an idiot? Because he's like, yeah. No, he's, he's saying if you could be. You don't have to. It's not saying which one you associate with. We already answered that in a previous oh, good episode. good point, good point. Well, like, if you could be. Oh, well, yeah, well. Wait, it would still be Naruto, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah. Alright, you go. <laughs> but why? <laughs> Literally, but why? every single episode of this podcast, we've had at least two answers to questions that have been Naruto on every episode. <laughs> it's had a lasting impact on me, okay? Alright, fuck's sake. We should just not allow you to answer questions. Alright, Goku. You, you are a right. microphone criminal. Goku, fuck off! <laughs> okay, Peter, your, your, your answer, for Christ's sake, I need like a brain cleanse. This ain't gonna come from me, to be fair. Right. Oh, shit. Who would I want to be? I, I, I suppose I'd be that cool person in Fooly Cooly who could just, you know, bash people, bash cool demons, innit? With the guitar? Yeah. Uh, all right, whatever. I guess. All right. Well, all the animes I've watched have sucked, so I wouldn't want to associate with any of them. Oi! Assassination Classroom was quite good. Love Live was really good. and Assassination Fooly- Classroom was wank, and Love Live was great. Fooly Cooly was excellent. That was Crap. excellent. Yeah, I'm really gutted that we never got to watch Initial D, but if I could be, I would probably be Takumi from Initial D, right? And the reason is... And is here goes the Initial D reference. Exactly, I've done one every episode, it's almost <laughs> bad as Sean, right? Because there's my obligatory Initial D reference. But the thing is, is that that guy's really fucking cool, and every time I drive, I put on the Initial D soundtrack, and I lean really far back in my chair and drive with one hand, like he does. And no so, wonder you got nine points on your license. Exactly. I mean, they tried to take it away, but they couldn't because I was too fast. So yeah, Takumi. And uh, scariest anime you have all ever seen, <laughs> Pete. This will be this will be a good good one for you because we haven't watched a horror one yet, have we? Urutsuki Doji because it was horrifying to watch. That's a good answer, Sean. How about you? Yeah, I'd probably go the same. Actually, it was yeah, I felt uncomfortable watching this. So yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it just touched on emotions that shouldn't be touched on. And I think mine was Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, that part where he fights pain. Damn it, man. You what? know, I, I don't really... I've, I've never seen an anime that actually scared me, though. Because hmm. the thing is, I've seen I've seen horror animes, but I've never seen one that chilled me to the bone. Chilled me to the pickle. I think another was pretty damn chilling, though. Another was was scary. See, that was... But it was more like... It, it has the, uh, the classic investig- investigative a- elements of, like, anime. Do you know what I mean? And it was all about this uh, creepy classmate and, and uh, they're, they're investigating the horrific deaths around, around the class and stuff like this. But it was more gruesome and then investigative. I don't know. It wasn't, didn't scare me. But anyway, thank you very much, Nick, for sending those in. Cheers, Nick. Yeah, I really enjoyed those. You, you, you the best. And... Yeah. um we got a couple in from James Clark. He said, if you had a bag of Excella, 
what would you do with it? So these are the uh, sort of mind-altering drugs that you get from... Uh, 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 what was that anime that we just watched? Serial Seems. Experiments Lane. Correct. Okay, just testing you. Um, so the, these apparently slow down time to the point where you can act incredibly fast, but they apparently also make you go insane and leave you open to hacking. So I'll probably just uh, chuck it in the bin. Probably... Gun filled with a few friends, a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, Pete. Uh, I'll try and, try and do something really stupid with it, like rob a bank or something. See if I can try and get away really fast. Yeah, because you'd slow down time, rob a bank. Good answer. After watching Serial Air er- Experiments Lane for another time, do you get it now? I think we've already answered that one. Yes, a bit more. And then Owen Lee, he comes in with another one. You stop doing that with your can. Sorry. Get out. Stop dinging. Right, get out. Stop dinging about, mate. You make me sick. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Um, he says, if you absolutely, positively had to strangle one anime character until the light left their eyes, who would it be? That annoying kid from Fooly Cooly. Which one? All of them. Okay. Sean? Uh, Naruto, man. I'm so angry with him right now. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You just, you just, you just suck the life out of this podcast, don't you? Um, I would go for Misa Misa from Death Note. Oh, yeah, yeah, same she here. Is, same here. She is the fucking worst, dub or sub, just so fucking annoying. Oh, that's one thing I did want to mention about Serial Experiments Lane. To be fair, was uh, did did you watch the English or the Japanese? English this time. Oh, it was just, shit, wasn't it? It was so bad. It was so fucking bad. awful. Some really bad voice acting. So they were a lot Lame. of strange. <laughs> lot of strangleable people in there. Okay, so we've got Tuxedo Mask. Oh, wait, wait. What about that cat from Fairy Tale? Actually, yeah, that's my. That's answer. a pretty bad one as well. But yeah. I've only ever read the manga. I've. I've done both, but yeah, he's pretty stranglable in both. Actually, I do want to rescind my comment. We haven't watched all shit animes because I forgot about Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah, that was decent. Yeah, so speaking of Sailor Moon, uh, um, Onlyn comes with comes in with another one: Tuxedo Mask, Kosei from Your Lie in April, and Koro Sensei from uh, Assassination Classroom. Shag, marry, chuck off a cliff. Sean, you lead this one. Uh, I'll marry Koro Sensei and Tuxedo Mask. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll take him back. And then, um, uh, yeah, chuck off a cliff, you know, uh, probably. Oh, oh anime. No, you said it now. Kosei's oh, going off the cliff. No. He's going off the cliff. Like the greatest him. piano player that ever lived. He's, Goodbye. I like oh, him. That's well. a shame. And Pete, how about you? Uh, probably marry Kosei. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You deal with all his emotional yeah, problems. Tu- tuxedo mask would be would be a quick bone. Quick bone. And, and uh, unfortunately, Kuro Sensei would be a chuck in the bin. Oh yeah, but that's the thing though. He just he... fly. He just fly back and murder yeah. you. He oh, would. That's... He'd just laugh at me and just say your your human weapons cannot kill me. I would marry Kuro Sensei because the amount of power that he would allow me by being my husband that would that would be immeasurable and uh, we would eventually rule the world or destroy it depending on whichever I'm what I'm feeling that morning and then uh, Kosei uh, I would chuck him off a cliff he's kind of annoying and then that would mean I would have to have sex with Tuxedo Mask I don't know if I'm even comfortable with that it's probably the best one isn't it like yeah I know yeah. that's all it is <laughs> you know he'd get, treat you to a nice date exactly but it's not there for a date yeah for a bone Oh, well, all right then, whatever. Well, anyway, there you go, quick bone. So uh, that's about it for questions today. What a shame. 
Yeah. What a shame. But thank you to You've everyone. You've really let us down, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but cheers to everyone who did send one in. No, yeah. those are good questions. Good, good, no, good, they good. were really good. It's good just news. that I feel like Sean let us down, if anything, with those Naruto answers. Well, well no, every, every I mean, I'm time. being honest. I'll give my honest answers, you know? But, Can you be honest with us, really, though? Have you watched any animes that aren't Naruto? Um... That's a no, then. Well, man. Your silence speaks Whoa. volumes. Um, <laughs> are you of the knights? You are, aren't you, Lane? I had no idea. You moron! Oh, no, wait. Please listen to me. That game, the one you've been playing with the kids lately, is the greatest. You gotta get me in on the action. You're the only one I can turn to. Just cut me a break. Just this one time, Lane. But I have a better idea. Some say the wire doesn't have political borders like the real world. But with this freedom, there is a price to pay. I'm talking about nonsense spouting anarchists and idiots who think a lot of pranks add up to a revolution. So, before we end the podcast for a while, I think that what we need to do is is we need to have a we need to have a little bit of an end discussion, right? Because usually this would be the time where we discuss what anime we're going to watch next month, but obviously we're not going to do that because we'll we'll do that next time we come back, you know. This time <laughs> What we're going to do is we're going to just have a little chat, a little memory, a little reminisce. So first of all, what I think we should do, is there any admissions you'd like to make now as to rules you broke that you lied about? I never broke any rules. Yeah. Really? Yeah, honestly. I stuck to I stuck See, to the brief. I just kept... looked at Sean's face there, right? And there's there's definitely a rule he's broken that he's not told us about. No, like, no actually, I don't have to lie. You caught me out on all of them. Yeah, I guess <laughs> did. Yeah. Did so you didn't actually watch some of the some of the animes? Oh no, well, no, but we no, caught him on all of them. I definitely watched Sailor Moon. Like, like you I'm, are a fucking liar. You're full of shit. You're, you're a liar. But you, you backed me up on that one, Peter. You back. You actually backed me up. Yeah, but you... I wish I hadn't now. Yeah, I actually think you're full of shit. You it, it, and and it's funny how on this podcast you just became the villain. Like like all this time, uh, like, it's your so fault. You, it was your, your own fuck is, How the fuck is it just my like, fault? You fucking idiot! You ain't watch the anime. Well, like, that's how I sound. Do I like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> <laughs> you you idiot! Yay. Um, we can't no, mention no, that because it's a Western thing. No, you just oh, yeah. like cook your shit up. You know, it's like whoa, he hasn't watched the anime. And I'm like, yeah, man, I watched the anime. It's because Maybe I'm all about. I, it's because I'm about high quality content, mate. And every, well, you every, shouldn't every, make this podcast then. Alright, right, good point. But the point is, is that is that every single month when we came in here, you made a mockery of this. No, I didn't. I actually right, made most, it better. Right, right, most, I made most, this better. And most, also, I got this to many fans because of my many hard fans. Many fans. Many fans. Memeing. You, you, okay. Look, you put out like really low quality memes from other people's Facebooks every single month on Facebook. But I always gave them credit. No, no, but you should have stolen them and said that we found them. That would have been a better tactic. No, I found then a, that would have made us look No, better. I found a lot of them, but also uh, I got a lot from great, great things that I follow on Facebook. Reddit. You know? Yeah, so you, you literally, so like, but and what I'm yeah, saying I, is, I know this sounds bad to sound air, I know it's bad, right? But you should have saved them on your computer, then reposted them and made it look like we created them. No, no, come on. No, man. that would have been no, that would have been good. Code of that would have been code of, code of honor among the meme community. Exactly. <laughs> As if Reddit has a fucking code of honor. Exactly. Fuck Reddit. Fuck Facebook. We in the future, what we're gonna come back is with some memes that we wink, wink, definitely found. You made this. Exactly. I made this. 
<laughs> but anyway, so let's talk about what are your favourite memories. What are your favourite memories of season one of Teach Me Senpai? Mm. I've got to say, for me, it was the episode where where we um, where I had the gun. No, yeah. I think the vinegar in where Sean actually had to do a vinegar in was one of my favourite. That was my worst. That was, that was my, my favourite moment. That was my worst episode. I thought, oh, it's all downhill from here. I can't eat a fly and, with and vegetarian. Then, and then the next episode, <laughs> like then the next episode, it's like, whoa, I've got lightning in the bottle here, like um and and uh, I've got got to keep this going, so I better bring a gun to the podcast, and you know. Yeah, you got a gun slap a few times, didn't you? Yeah, well, the thing about it was, was that I thought that you could, with the vinegar, when we when you had to drink vinegar because you broke the rules, right, there was no way I could top that because, because we, yeah, we planned for the vinegaring, but the fact that a fly went in it, well, that was just gold. That was gold. That was lightning in a bottle. <laughs> it, it really was, was. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And and you know what, what I really liked as well was when... when um, me and Peter planned to uh, nick, oh god, like, like change the fact cupboard from you, and we thought this is going to be really funny, and uh, Sean's going to be like mildly upset by it. And then when we actually did it, Sean looked genuinely upset that we'd taken the fact cupboard he from him. He looked really angry. And, yeah, and like the the fact cupboard was like the shittest segment. I wasn't angry. I was just being. No, quiet. you looked. No, you looked, but... Shut up! You looked genuinely upset. Like, you looked like you were going to cry. I was... he, did, he did look like he was going to cry. I wish he? I would have taken a photo of it. So we I could should, have posted it. Up. That would have been a good meme. That would have been a good meme. Like See, that would have been an original meme that we could yeah, have posted. You can't, you can't actually Get, see it, but I'm putting my shirt over my face. Gets told this fact cupboard is now a vault cupboard. No, and then Sean was no, really was quiet for ages. Like, And it was like, how can you be upset over this, Sean? You put no effort into the fact cupboard I every week. Sad. You made up facts. You did, half of the shit wasn't even real. And you're like, apparently this. And like, supposedly. And then no, like, no, unconfirmed just... rubbish. Oh yeah, oh. this is why you would have been. Oh. You say that I cooked this shit up. <laughs> See, look, you're doing now. It's like, whoa, no. whoa. How many of your facts were genuinely real? Like, come on, man. Like, how oh, many? All of, it... of them. All of them. Oh, the only. Sean, you the can't only thing, maintain the only this thing, now. The only thing you're. The only reason you're saying this, right, is because of that one mistake I had by saying like say V and that say No, Sean, thing. it's horse shit. Because what was that fucking one? That was that one that you came out with that was just complete bollocks. What was it? No, because you said. Oh yeah, it's not- no, that was it. It was during the fucking uh, what was that episode? The one with the butt slamming and all that stuff. Yeah, Kaijo, you said that was bullshit. It, it was bullshit. It wasn't bullshit. Sean. It wasn't it was. bullshit. The Mangoka got tired and and he Sean. and he Don't got burned out. You can look this, this up. I look no, this I up, did fans. Look this up, fans. No, this is awful you, podcasting. Look okay, this up. It is awful, but I need to clear this up. I did fucking look it up. I did look it up. Here's the uh, listeners. Here's the fact that Sean said. He goes. Well, I said right. Give me a fact about Kaijo right now, because this is otherwise we're cutting fact covered right. Then I the next week, actually... shut up. Right. Then we did. <laughs> then we did cut fact covered because. He goes, yeah, I said, right, give me a fact now, or a cut in fact cover. And he went, well, apparently this was uh, like, we we sort of, uh, well, they made this to uh, combat the success of Yuri on Ice, right? And like, that's not a fact. That's just you making something up. And then when I checked it after the episode, there was nothing on the internet. No, there is. There no, is. there isn't, John. There is. All right, there is. Uh, there is, right? It wasn't to compete with it. But they saw this success and created something similar. And also, 
that that was actually true this about about the author getting tired and shit. He like he had to get this out quickly because they wanted to put an anime out. That was actually true. That wasn't actually false. You can right, look. So you're this saying up. that you're saying okay. So the real fact is right. If we strip away all the bullshit and all the made up stuff, the real fact you is, don't have to. You don't have to strip. Shush. No stripping. Right. Music, so the mate. real the real fact is you know is that they tried to a an, an anime studio tried to get an anime out there quickly. Yeah, and and he was right. So and, and I mean, also that, he passed out for an hour. He passed out for an hour in Japan. In Japan, yeah, where they're right. overworked pretty much to the bone every so single day, and everyone passes out. Bit racist. No, it's true. It's part oh, of Japanese sure culture, guys. <laughs> right. So this is. I mean, oh, shit, this is yeah. a pretty uncommon practice um, in Japan. You know, people passing out, people being overworked. Well, see, we didn't have a fact covered this episode. I'm pretty glad that we didn't. So, uh, well, even though I was supposed to take the mantle up, but wait, wait, no, no, I did, I did actually get some facts. Mm. What? All right, so you're stealing my job away from me. You know what? Okay, so you've stolen it, but okay, let's go, let's go, let's end, let's end this then, because we, we, I think we've pretty much cemented why fact covered was one of the worst segments in the history of broadcasting. But let's go. Give me one. Give me, give me one really good fact, and if it's good enough to end the podcast on. All right, here's some... Teach- You'll redeem yourself for the entire series. Here's some teach me senpai facts. Wait. Here's fact some cupboard. final teach... Wait, wait. Fact cupboard. Sorry. Here's some teach me senpai facts. Did you know that I like Naruto? Also... Oh, God. Okay, all right, fucking- that's it. That's it. We're, we're, I'm glad this is dying. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks, 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 guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Okay, Alexis, just coming here at the end. Just want to say a big thank you to everyone who listened throughout the course of this show. Um, what we're going to do with the old episodes is we're going to upload them all to our YouTube channel, which I'll put a link to in the description. Uh, it might not be there right away because I'm going to actually have to do the work and put it in there. But for the next month or so, they will still be available on uh, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and all of those places. Um, the only thing is is that we'll have to pay the hosting fees to keep that up. And obviously, uh, I, I made a money, do you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Um, if anyone can recommend a free way to get those on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Uh, just send an email in to teachmepodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, that would be, be great. But other, other than that, you know, we, we can't keep it up there forever. So we are going to upload them all to YouTube in the coming month uh, just to make sure that they're up there and still available for people to listen to the backlog if they want to. As for the Patreon, I'm going to switch it to uh, only charging per episode. Um, We did it uh, monthly anyway, so you'll only get charged once we start actually making content again. And bear in mind, we will uh, give you a massive warning uh, before we do that um, again anyway. But if you decide to stop donating and take away your patronage, then that is uh, perfectly understandable as well. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, but yeah, we'll just we're gonna do it that way so that you won't keep getting charged on a monthly basis um, for those few people that did donate. So yeah, that's how we're gonna do things, and I will do that effective as of right now uh, uh, as this edit. So yeah, and uh, that's about it. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>